0: Hi, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me here on my YouTube channel. This week I have a really special guest and I can't wait to introduce her to you. This is Jacqueline Way from 365 Give. She is the founder and I would love for her to talk to you a little bit about what inspired her to create 365 Give. And I'm gonna just hand it over to her so we can dive into this week's content right away. Oh, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today.
1: So hi, everybody. I am uh, Jacqueline Way, founder of 365 Give. Um, I have a charity here in uh, Vancouver, Canada, and it was actually started um, as a really um, simple parenting project. Uh, And the backstory is always kind of fun because it was um, my journey with my son when he was just three years old. And I had a really um, simple idea as a parent that the biggest priority for me was teaching my children um, how to be kind, compassionate, loving little human beings. Mm. Um, I always feel that uh, people's journey is their own once they get up to the world. So I don't have expectations that my children have a PhD from university or they're lawyers or doctors. I just knew as a parent that if I can instill, you know, a con- happiness and kindness and, and compassion in my child, that they're going to be able to find their path on their own. Um, so I started this personal parenting project with my very first son, Nick, and we did one thing to give back to the world every day for 365 days. Um, so it was it was my crazy yeah. my my crazy parenting um, project that I decided to do with him. Yeah. Uh, and what a journey it has taken us on! Um, I decided at that time, and this this is now I'm going back almost a decade, actually exactly a decade, and uh, I started a blog around it at the time. Uh, I just wanted to do some writing and I really wanted to share our stories with friends and families so they could follow along every day. This was like before Zoom and before you talk to everybody on video all of the time, you know, pre-Instagram. And so that's what I did is I wrote every day. I'd write just the little stories of what my son and I did to give back to the world because it had to be so simple. A three-year-old could do it. Yeah. And so it was it's been a remarkable journey that, uh, you know, people, even from that blog, which still exists today, uh, people started following around, following along, um, not only our family and friends, but people from all over the world. And they started getting inspired by Nick's stories and the things Mm -hmm. that we would do. And we made giving possible for people um, Mm -hmm. because we, we weren't donating money. We weren't doing grand things. I couldn't go and volunteer at a soup kitchen, even with my son at that age. So we were doing simple things that integrated into our daily life. Um, and along the way I could teach him about, you know, how to give back to our planet, how to, how to be kind to animals, how to, how to give to your neighbors and people in your community, um, and how we could do it every day because it didn't have to be complicated. And so that journey ended up Through, you know I always say it was like if you think you know you have a calling just wait for the phone to ring and when you pick it up and somebody gives you a really crazy idea it's probably exactly the direction you're supposed (laughs) to and that's what happened the phone rang and a a girlfriend of mine um, who's an educator had called and said you know I want to bring the 365 give concept that's what we called the blog was 365 give because we were giving every day I want to bring it into my classroom and Mm. I was like I'm like i wasn't a teacher so i didn't know that path at all yeah um but he said okay let's sit down and chat about it and like these chats were like in a park with our kids you know or they're having a play and we're you know trying to figure something out over the a coffee over kitchen tables yeah and but we did and um in a somewhat short period of time we developed um, an education program for kids that could be implemented in schools that taught basic social-emotional learning skills mm-hmm. that could be integrated into curriculum. So it was really cool. And from that journey to a little TED Talk that I did a few years ago, um, 365 Give has now turned into a global giving movement across the world. We have over 400 schools that participate in our, our our educational program but we have millions of people all over the world that have been touched by our story that have joined us um and are giving and it's remarkable and it's been such a gift and uh, a blessing to my life um, yeah. and i continue to
0: do it every day No, well, it's just it's a wonderful story and it it's so organic and natural and i think that's where um that's when, when something is so true uh, that's when it's sort of you birth and plant that seed out of, out of true desire to grow your child, um, that you're able to help grow the hearts of all these people around the world. And I think it's, it, it's so wonderful. Um, for me growing up, um, uh, the, I, the uh, concept that I was taught, it was called Seva, that's a Punjabi word. And it is uh, unconditional giving. Oh, and I love that. Yeah, it's it's a and I I wrote a, a post about it uh, not that long ago, but um, you know when I I think of the word seva and the unconditional give and sharing of yourself uh, uh, because it's not about giving money, yeah. you know it's about giving of the self, and mm-hmm. I thought to myself uh, which was interesting because you know we have we're both in the sort of same space of expanding people's hearts and minds and spirits, right? exactly. And connecting people. We just do it in different ways. So for me, I took the idea of seva and applied it to the self. So if you have Mm -hmm. the self seva and you're unconditionally giving to yourself, it makes that channel in sharing yourself with others that much more beautiful, Mm
1: -hmm. but that's
0: harder to do. So sometimes we can use... Um, the motivator of lifting another person to lift ourselves. So it's wonderful that they're part of the same circle and you can use that to to help lift yourself. And that's the angle you're coming from. And I think you're lifting the other and in that you feel good too, because you can see- And that's exactly the journey.
1: It is, you know, it was a big lesson for me that I didn't know when I started this journey is, is, and when we say giving makes you happy, you know, most people don't understand this. Um, You know, you may understand it from a biblical perspective. You may understand it from a cultural perspective, but what most people don't actually understand is the science perspective. And there's amazing research and science. um, And it's what I always say is the common thread that connects every single human being, because we actually call giving as your daily dose of happiness. Mm-hmm. And if you'll indulge me, I'll, I'll share with everybody why, because most people don't understand this, but we have these really cool neurotransmitters in our brain. And we have these hormones that rage through our bodies. And it, it literally starts from your gut and goes all the way up into your head. And so when we say happiness comes from the inside out for people that don't have religious or spiritual beliefs or aren't sure about them, this will nail up for you. And so your daily dose and dose literally stands for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and your endorphins. So these are the chemicals and the hormones and neurotransmitters in our body that when you give, even in a small way, this chemical reaction actually happens in your body. Yeah. So dopamine. And for those of you that um, either like recreational drugs or <laughs> chocolate cake, um, or your avid skiers right now, that's that thing that gets you up in the morning and drives you when you don't need an alarm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's the thing that makes you feel really great. It could even be going out and buying a new pair of red high heel shoes for some people. Mm. Um, but that's dopamine that gets yep. stimulated in your body. Yep. Oxytocin. That's our love hormone. That's yep. your first kiss. That's that person you see across the room. It's, your hug from your children, it could be your dog or cat, that's mm-hmm. oxytocin that just yeah. gives you that warm feeling of like, it's, a, it's like a personal hug. Yeah. Um, and then you've got your serotonin. Well, that's your body's happy transmitter right there. That's when you feel happiness, you've got serotonin running through your body. And then your last one is uh, your endorphins. And your endorphins are, lots of people have heard this, it's the runner's high. It's that place that you get where once you get going on something and you're excited about it, your endorphins will take you no matter how tired you are. Yeah. Well, it's the gift of giving is that when you understand that not only one, so if you're a runner, great, you get the endorphin high. You know, if you're falling in love, you get the oxytocin. The really beautiful thing about giving, you get all four at once. And yep. so that's your daily dose of happiness. It, it gives you better health. It makes your heart stronger. It lowers your immune system because what it does at the same time is it lowers our cortisol. Yep. And this is always what I want people to know, and especially right now during COVID, which is so important and there's so much going on in the world is that you will be healthier when you can get your cortisol and your stress under control, um, then your immune system rises, okay? And your immune system is stronger and and you're healthier. So when you give, these are all the things you're actually giving to yourself by giving because you're giving yourself a health boost at the same time. It's, It's a big boost. It is, but it's also what you talked about, you know, and I say this often, and we're doing a little campaign called the 12 days of giving right now. And the very first one that I did as my personal gift was taking time for yourself and giving to yourself first. Yeah. Because if your cup isn't full, it's the analogy of if you're on a plane and the oxygen mask fall, yeah. make sure you put it on yourself first before you can help others. Yeah. Um, because because if you like don't if, have that.
0: Yeah, because, and from my experience, I mean, I've been doing this work since 09 that if you don't do that, your giving becomes conditional. And so you'll notice people who do it that way, but I do everything for everybody. I give, I give, I give, and I don't get anything back and nobody appreciates me. And and that's why that analogy is so powerful because Mm -hmm. when you do that, you are giving yourself unconditional care. And Mm -hmm. from that unconditional place, when you give, you can give unconditionally and not expect anything in return, mm-hmm. you, you don't need a gold star. You don't need a tax receipt. You don't need your exactly. name on a plaque. It, 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 it's such a different concept of generosity when you start there. Yes. Like it's a beautiful conversation, right? Like it's so different.
1: Well, I think it, it helps people understand a different way of looking at compassion and generosity and mm. kindness and giving um, you know, in, in a different light and, and it does have to start, you know, we, we talk about happiness all the time because it's one of the things that we do. And one of the most important parts is, is find your happiness first, you know, start to fill yourself up the way you think, the way you act in the world. Um, you know, when you can start to understand your own happiness, um, that changes everything. And then you're ready unconditionally to go out to the world and be of service and lead from a place of service in everything you do both whether it's with your family it's with your work whatever you do you will come from that place of service because you realize that you're full and you're ready to help lift others
0: yeah so it's such a it's such a big difference from from that place sorry my hair's getting caught (laughs) hair's getting caught in everything um Anyway, COVID hair, that's finally kind of recovering from. Uh, yeah, now anyway. I feel we're going backwards now. It's
1: like we all got to go back to COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's had a, had a little chaos with the hair. Anyway, the other, the, the next thing I'd love to ask you about um, is that during a time like this, um, you know, we we're talking about the giving side but what about the people that, um, right now, I think there's a lot of suffering going on and a lot of, with, through the isolation, through the impact of, of small businesses being hurt or even other businesses, the, the dialogue around receiving is equally as important. So the people that are struggling right now know that uh, you know, when uh, organizations like yours are out there trying to make a difference, it's meant to help you when you're in the dip and not to be ashamed or, or down about it because we all have so many dips. Absolutely. Right? And and,
1: and it doesn't even have to be a financial dip.
0: Yeah, this could, that's what I'm an, saying. An
1: emotional dip yeah. in your life. Um, whatever dip that is, we all have those ebbs and flows in our world where times are really amazing and then times are really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that is life as well. And people yeah. understand that in those moments that were down, and you can surround yourself with people that will help get you yeah. out of those times. And that could be financially, it could be emotionally, whatever that is, is those are our greatest lessons in our life as well, because yeah. you will be able to stand back and learn so much from those moments. You know, when yeah. you can be grateful for the down times yeah. in our life, not just the good times, and you can be grateful for what you can learn and how you can pull yourself out of it. When you can stand back in gratitude for not just the good but the the challenging times in life that's when you come to a place where you're much more peaceful overall because then the the highs and the lows don't take you in such highs and lows emotionally as well and you find that your life in general will be just a little bit more high all the time and when you do get that little dip down you can handle it much better it doesn't completely throw you off no off yeah. your life as well. But it yes. is the the receiving is so important in that yeah. way because it, it allows people to give as well. Yeah. If you ever, yeah, right. It, it goes both ways that yeah. people, wanna give, people want to give. People want to lift others up. Yeah. And when you accept it and just say thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, it allows them the gift of getting that what I call the helper's high. Yeah. But then, you know, you get to receive their heart. And that's what we need to remember is that we all have this energy that comes off our heart. And, you know, I like to think, I like to think of giving as literally love and action, you know, it's taking our physical bodies and and putting it out from our heart. And when you receive that from somebody, you're giving them that gift, you know, and if instead you say, I don't need this, you know, I don't want it. I don't need anybody's help that instead, you know, they're, they're, you're not allowing them to, to give something that's coming from really a place of goodness for them
0: and a place and, of love and a place of love and you're you know uh, in, in in my TED talk I talk a lot about just that you know the, the the relationship with the self improves your relationships with others and mm-hmm. so when you get out of that judgment and allow yourself to receive it you're connecting and you're building and developing the strength in your community because our villages look so different than when you and I were growing up you know there's so much more isolation and so much more digital connection um, that when you have that opportunity to receive in small little Bite-sized pieces, um, mm-hmm. and sometimes that—that's the beauty of what you're doing. Making it 365 days, it makes it small that even that person that struggles with receiving could receive that, because it's not such an overwhelming thing. So I—I I love that part about it too. There's just so many. I—I'm—I'm I'm all about the small steps. <laughs> you know, you make well, a lot it is, of strides I'm, I'm, in the year.
1: We talk a lot about, and there's been so much. Um, discussions around mental health and mental and, and well-being at the yeah. moment you know and when people start to really understand those pillars of well-being and you know one of them obviously is is happiness um, uh, and gratitude um, but one of one of the ones that's really important is purpose and meaning for people and that's really what people are striving for in their life is how do you find you know lay down to her Oprah you know are the queen of this but, you know, people take people through processes of finding your purpose in life and meaning. Well, that could be around your work, let's say. So the work that you do. But really purpose and meaning comes down to the fact of, you know, what impact, what footprint are you leaving on this world while you're here? So I always say to people that are looking for their purpose is create that meaningful life right now where you can start to do, you can start today because what you'll find is that that giving really gives you that sense of purpose mm-hmm. in your life that you're creating something bigger than yourself while you're here you're leaving a footprint no matter how small it is and that could be as simple as walking down on the beach and picking up garbage every day you know people don't never think of the chain reaction you know and this is when we're teaching children right, and we're, we're doing beach cleanups this is what we teach them when you're picking up the garbage on the beach little pieces whatever it is It's the chain reaction in our world that it starts, that comes right back to you. Because when you pick up that garbage, that garbage is no longer going into our oceans. Well, there's fish in the oceans and guess what? We all eat salmon. Mm -hmm. If the fish are eating the garbage, we're turning around, we're eating the fish. And that's that cyclical cycle, (laughs) excuse me, that everything in our world is connected. So when you think of it in a broader picture of how you can affect and whether it's an animal, it's our planet, it's another person. There's this cycle that is all connected. So if you lift another person, you bring them some happiness. That person, let's say they touch ten other people in their day that day, they're happier, they're more elevated themselves, they're feeling in a better place. They've just touched ten people. Well, those ten people, they spread it to a hundred people, to a thousand, and so that's how that organic process continues far beyond what you ever think with just one way that you're giving back or one small impact that you've had on one person in a day. But that changes all the way around. You've had a chemical reaction on another person. You've brought them some happiness and that just keeps going.
0: Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And I think it's like that, that, you know, I think it was going to be Tony Robbins who said, you, you know, people under overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10. And mm-hmm. so when you can break it down into a daily practice, you can actually turn that around and really do a lot in a year by breaking it down to a one day at a a time and and one give at a time. It's just a beautiful idea. What about, um, you know, when we're talking, because, you know, a fair amount of people that watch the channel are parents and Mm. a lot of them get caught up in, um, you know, doing service for university applications or different things like that. And so sometimes the kids are doing these service initiatives, but because they have to, yeah, because <laughs> they have to. And so, uh, you know, for me, it, I, I bring it back to the self and all of that. So, what advice would you have for those parents that are madly focused on, you know, collecting the hours? You know how do we interrupt that pattern (laughs) absolutely well you know i i think that first of all
1: we all need to be having those conversations with our kids of what's important to them and and this is the part that i think is really missing and what our program does is it empowers kids to choose so when you're talking about service hours you know find out what's going to make their bells ring you know where are their passions are they video creators Are they uh, writers or or aspiring writers? You know, are they artists? Whatever that is, Mm -hmm. where do their passions lie? And where can they commit this time? And the challenge I'll let you know goes right now, and especially for high school kids, is they can't go out and volunteer right now. That's that's not possible. Those volunteer hours aren't possible. So why not get creative with your kids and do? So if they need 40 service hours, why not commit to 40 days of giving? show people or show the schools or show the applications that, you know what? We couldn't get out and volunteer right now. So instead, we're going to go out and do 40 days of giving. How fabulous would that be for an application and showing that journey where they have to document it, document it, right? Document it with videos, document it with pieces of art, document it with stories that they're writing so that they haven't. And we've done this with schools, with classrooms where they've actually created... A journal, and in any way they want. They could write their stories. They could create pictures. It was like a scrapbooking project for them. So, you know, have your kids step out of the box a little bit. You know, I know they say somebody's got to sign for it. Great. You be the parent. You sign for this with them. Do it with them. Engage with them. And find unique ways. You know, when I was giving every day for 365 days and I did something different every day. We actually didn't do the same thing every day.
0: Um,
1: So, you know, we found ways that you can go on and and you can, there's this great game called the free rice game, you know, and you can go in and it's like a trivial pursuit question. And every question you answer correctly donates free rice um, to the World Health Organization. Like go and find really creative ways that, that you can still document the process. Yeah. Um, you know, write letters and cards. We just did this with our school. We just supplied our senior center with like 300 cards to get out to the seniors that are stuck inside right now because of COVID. Yeah. So I think that parents just need to help their kids be creative right now. The volunteer jobs are few and far between. So instead, if you want a really remarkable um, volunteer opportunity for a kid's, um, applications or for their school projects, do what we've done, you know, or join us, you know, um, and do a similar project because now you're showing leadership skills. Now you're showing showing creativity. Now you're showing kids that are pivoting in difficult times to do something different rather than, oh my God, I can't get my kid to a soup kitchen when they don't even want to be there. It may not be their comfort level. Yeah. Giving to people, you know, or being in situations um, with homeless people, maybe instead they're going out and they're doing, you know, photography and and creating stories for social media um, that are going to bring compassion to animals right now, or identifying areas in the world where they can be of service to our planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are lots of There's things lots, that you can yeah. do. You've yeah. just got to, you got to step out of your box in the way you think about service hours. Yeah. Um, because I guarantee you right now, every school will as well. If you can find something creative for your kids that shows leadership, um, shows creativity, um, working within a community, that's what they want to see and they will take it.
0: Yeah. And I think that the beautiful part about the, dis, you know, disruption in programming that we're having right now is it allows the parents to get out of their, uh, you know, regular sort of zone and state of, Absolutely. I'm just going to drive you there. I'll drop you off. I'll pick you up. When we do service as a family, we the if one does it, we all go. Um, yeah. So that's always just been something we have chosen to do because it works for our family. Yeah. But I think for families that don't do it that way, they, they do the drop off and pick up. Um, this gives them an opportunity to, it's similar to when I talk about play, like get on the ground and get on their sort of floor and play with them at their level. Yeah. It allows you to give at their level. It allows you yeah. to engage with your child and create a meaningful heart-based experience with your child. Um, uh, and, and really like, find where their passions are, right? Like exactly, what, what but they them.
1: Maybe it's it's Black Lives Matter movement. Maybe it's LGBTQ. Maybe it's like there's so many different things that our kids do understand, yes. And our older kids at the high school level, because, because of social media, yeah. And so how can they uh, how can they start to express what's important to them in yeah. their life,
0: yeah.
1: um, and where they want to make that impact? that may be completely different than you ever knew yeah
0: you know and, because, and taking the yeah. step back and letting them t- take that lead yeah. on their interest because yeah. uh you know we live in a generation of uh you know the helicopter parent where we try um to um, make sure everything's so perfect and double check everything and it's a really cool opportunity right now to allow that to happen
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: you know, tying that back to sort of the philosophy of, of the work that I do, like learning to like yourself, learning to like your family. And so it's, mm-hmm. you get to see this cool little, this human that you made and get to kind of learn to like them and, and, and get it, you know, an, an expression of their being through the way that they give it. It's an, it's, a, it's an expression of your heart. So you get to know them in a whole new way. And it, it's such a beautiful time and a beautiful chance. To do that because you don't really have another choice. <laughs> for you know some what? of them, it, In general, so for, for some people, that it, that's what it takes, and it doesn't matter what it takes. So All that matters is that you take the action and you have the transformation and you have the journey. Absolutely. So I think. And listen,
1: this is something cool they could
0: do with. You know, when I say they do it with friends, they have to be COVID safe when they do it. Yeah.
1: But you know, yes. they there are youth leadership groups. Um, still going on and i know they're still doing things like a beach cleanup right so if if i you know that's where my kids obviously struggle as well and i you know is they don't have that time with their friends right now to do play dates for the younger ones and just hang out time you know how can how can the kids come together with this creation of going out and doing good in their world for their volunteer hours do it with friends. Put on their masks. Put on their gloves. They're used to it at the high school level. Yes, this is fair. not new for yeah. them. They they got this down to a science. You know, if a parent needs to oversee them, then great. Yeah. Um, you know, but no reason they can't go down and meet. They can't, uh, you know, have some uh, time doing things for the outside world and being creative together. Get on calls. Make make social good videos yeah. together. Um, You know, lots of creative ways that they could still be working together with three or four friends um, and keeping that social connection because that's what they're struggling with right now is that social connection. And a lot of times volunteer opportunities like the clubs at school give them that social connection that they're not getting right now.
0: Yeah. You know and it, it's it's just it's the perfect way to bring it in and tie it in and yeah. get get your dose <laughs> so get it's your, your daily
1: dose of get your
0: do- daily dose so it's all really amazing it's it's wonderful i'm so grateful that you've been here with us if you were to you know share some advice um or or just some thoughts um about uh how giving has changed your life. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I know, that's a big question yeah. because yeah. I, I'd, I'd love for people to, um, and, and I will share how uh, um, the contact info and all of that below this video for, so you know how to get in touch with Jacqueline and her, and her team and all of that will be posted below the video. So don't worry about that. It's all gonna be there. Um, but what would you love to share with us before we wrap up?
1: Mm. You know, I think my journey giving has actually been my journey to my happiness uh, and what I've learned along the way. And and I was that person who gave too much um, and didn't give enough to myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really been my biggest lesson is how it came around that I had to go so far out giving that it brought me back to who I am mm-hmm. um, and a new perspective on Happiness for myself, how it does come from the inside out, uh, and how you know we're 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 really here to be of service of the to the world in one way or another. And when we stop looking at the outside world as our source of happiness, that's when it all shifts. Mm-hmm. So that's been that's been the blessing of giving to me. Is is literally that? Is it's it's brought me more to who I truly am my purpose here on the planet so clear on that one um and then most of all and most recently is really the happiness part and 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 how that truly comes from the inside out and how you can connect to your happiness every day
0: every day Well, thank you so much every day has to be your priority
1: it has, it, has it, has to, it has to be a, a priority. It has
0: to. It has to be a priority. Yeah, it has to be a priority. You know, uh, the people that have follow along on my channel know that uh, I. Use, I talk about that old saying a lot. The longest distance from in the world is from the head to the heart, and I think, uh, it, it, and it's uh, in one of the lessons of one of the courses I teach too, and, and I use generosity. As one of the fastest vehicles to, to cross that path from here to here, completely, it connects you all, right? It it, it's like the supercar you. in the Forza game or whatever car that is. I don't know which car is the fastest, but Absolutely. it's it's the supercar, it and is. it it's the one that is going to take you from the head to the heart so fast that you don't want to miss it because it's such an exhilarating journey and when you land there you don't want to leave and you won't once it
1: becomes a habit you it it becomes part of your conscious awareness it's like it's it's like permanently on your to-do list yeah. forever without ever having to write it down where you just look for those opportunities because it's now part of your part of who you are and becomes a conscious Way of looking at the world and the lens in which you see and experience the world is you don't want to miss the opportunity.
0: You don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. So honored. So honored. Oh, so am I. Such a it's such a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to to share your work with our audience. And like I said, everybody, I'm going to share the links to Jacqueline's work below. And if you have any comments about how you give. And how you like to give, please do share them as well because we love to share your stories. Share the stories. Love to hear the stories. So thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.